Hello and welcome all to this very special Facebook live session which we are also streaming as our podcast episode of Hello Apollo. Thank you for joining us once again and thank you for your continuing patronage. We've had viewers in even larger numbers as the weeks have progressed and that gives us a lot of confidence that we are actually providing and getting good useful health information right down to where you need it the most and this week is no different i am delighted to be joined by dr ekta puri the chief clinical psychologist at indraprastha apollo hospitals who will be discussing with me a very important subject which is bothering a lot of people whether it is children whether it is college going students uh, or even parents and the lay public uh, alike so before i get to the subject of our discussion today which is on exam stress let me welcome dr ekta puri dr puri welcome to our joint facebook live and podcast episode thank you karan it's a pleasure to be here and i wish we could help all the people around us in dealing with the stress absolutely and uh, you know as you know we've hit the exam season uh, whether it is board exams or final exams for schools right from you know primary secondary high school uh, some colleges are also undergoing various uh, semester evaluations um, and other sorts of exams which are actually going to start and go up till the summer whether it is for entrance exams uh, and others but more specifically uh, our subject of discussion today is exam stress relating to school students so before i get into you know various aspects of it first and foremost what is exam stress okay so i think there is nobody in this world across the globe who has not experienced what we call as exam stress i'm sure karan has also gone through it so have i and before i start i want to make it very clear that exam stress is not for the people who have not studied at all and now they are stressed it is equally true for people who are achievers i think they experience it even more and for people who have not studied the whole year and who want to study last minute like i used to right so exam stress is a feeling of being overwhelmed by the upcoming exam and wherein we just keep thinking we don't want to do anything just keep thinking about oh my god it's boards oh my god how will i do my future my this and we spend so much of energy in just thinking that we don't land up doing anything is what is exam stress right and it is experienced by one and all so that is primarily what it takes there are a lot of physical manifestations of it we can't sleep we can't eat we are restless or we are oversleeping or we are overplaying on the games we don't do anything we don't you know either some some people also overeat for that matter of fact or you know avoid what is upcoming so it's something which is very commonly seen we see a huge inflow of people at this point in time especially children with headaches stomach aches fever coughs cold and they all boil out of the fact that they are just going to be facing the exam right and um... you know like you said it's an overwhelming feeling of being overwhelmed so is it a problem uh, that emerges in the mind and then has physical manifestations or is it actually something which is happening bodily uh, because that would be useful for a lot of people to actually separate the two out okay so i think mind is stronger than the body so it starts in the mind right because we start seeing it as something which we can't deal with and we start putting too much of pressure on it right 
so you know the mind starts playing this game where we look at start seeing the worst case scenarios that what if we fail what happens what if i don't get an admission if i don't make the life out of myself how will i make the money so it is always definitely the mind first it is the thinking pattern which affects your body's physiology you know your adrenaline becomes so high that it actually goes down your performance goes down so like we all know that stress is a double edged sword we cannot avoid it it will be there how you approach the stress is actually whether we lead to the manifestations or we will use it for our benefits so some people who just get overwhelmed start getting these physical manifestations which is because of the biochemical changes that happens in the brain in terms of serotonin becoming low adrenaline going way high that it starts to interrupt our performance and so we start having the physical symptoms so a relaxed mind is a relaxed body right so uh because ki shuruaat dekhe so it can be in the mind but then there are some physical manifestations so um aap doctor ek a lot of people come to you i'm sure and they seek advice so kya symptoms hote hain jo aap uh, ultimately diagnose karte hain ki ye exam related hai ya exam stress related hai uh, aise kaun se symptoms hain jo parents ko ya students ko they should look out for so you know a lot of parents first go to a pediatrician you know because they don't think it is stress right so anything which is not being able to deal with with medication you know if you have a headache and you take your combiplan paracetamol it doesn't get better it keeps repeatedly happening you cannot digest even one bit of food you keep vomiting or you keep going to the loo you have stomach upsets so anything which is stress generated will not respond to physical treatment because we are not removing the root cause there is no infection in your body but you are too stressed so then we get these reports from pediatricians when they start try to analyze and figure out that there is nothing wrong in the stomach there is nothing wrong in the head everything is done and the child still continues to experience issues so then we club them and say that this is functional or this is because of stress it is stress related so then it, they come to us so we generally rule out all physical issues you know stomach upset stomach infections headaches whatever and then it becomes functional right uh, so very clear symptoms that you can see and obviously then you uh, sort of uh, separate out what uh, what it cannot be and then arrive at this uh, diagnosis but is it true that some children or some people who are undergoing examinations fair better and if so uh, what are they doing differently okay so what they do differently is like i said it's a double edge some children use it for the betterment right and two it's your mental makeup your first step is to understand that no matter what you do you cannot avoid it right so when we can't avoid something we need to strategize it and put it in a way on how i can use it to the best of my ability So the only difference between people who feel less stress and people who feel more stress is that their personalities and their attitudes is a go-getter to say that if I am in a trouble, I am going to deal with it. I will make the best of it. I will do what I can to make the best of my situation. Maybe I have not studied. Maybe I have not done things. But instead of wasting time, let me utilize what I have it have right now. So it's your mental perception. It is your attitude. It is your personality. which either you will keep totally drown in it and get symptoms or you will emerge a winner you spoke about perception 
but it could also be because of external reasons or the external environment right i mean the thing is that competitive uh, people are always talking about you know topping exams um, there are uh, newspaper advertisements of uh, some people doing very well uh, how much does you know society and external environment also play a role in increasing stress so no, i totally agree with you there karan because i think the moment the child is school going you know the teacher also asked my 7 year daughter in school today what do you want to become when you grow up and my daughter came back and said mama i don't know what i want to become but that's it it's okay bachcha you can take time but it is the environment it is the children it is the school which is the primary place where a child recognizes competition and you know when the teacher tells you are you doing better why are you getting nine so it starts there to the parents most often they're not now we are working parents you know the mother is working the father is working and they keep reminding the child of how much effort they are making to put you in the good schools and things so their expectations from you are skyrocketing every parent wants an ias officer doctor engineer and simply you have to do well everything is negotiable academics is not so your perception about it develops from the very beginning that you have to do well in life academics cannot be ignored you have to perform and the school the environment definitely plays a role that day my daughter was again looking at the newspaper and she saw pictures of these toppers you know from the various exams which are being portrayed as a full page ad and she asked me mama would you want to see me there and i didn't know what to say because as a mother i probably would really wanted to say yes beta i want to see you there but i said no beta i just want you to be happy and follow what you want to follow but i guess karan you are very right it is the it is us as parents it is environment it is the teachers it is what is this portrayed in society as you need to be academically very bright you need to study abroad canada uk london so you have to study that instills the pressure in the child so uh, that is the external environment um, but also uh, you know as you said many people take it differently many people have uh, the ability to handle that stress and some don't at what point and this is from the view of the, the parents let's say should they come and seek professional help i mean when does this natural stress or normal stress become uh, pathological or something that requires a doctor's intervention i think i need to really communicate this to parents and i think this is probably a right platform that most parents come to us at the end time you know so right now since the exam starts friday i right now got an sos call from a patient to say mom my, my daughter wants to see you see her any time morning night day but you have to see her so you know you come to us when it's really beyond any help right when your child is not studying he is not sleeping at all he is on the mobile 24 by 7 and he's irritable and now everything is out of your hands and then they expect some miracle to happen where the child is able to study take the exam the depression will go he will sleep better which is just not possible you need to start recognizing the soft signs of depression way earlier time so april march when you start your new sessions during post this thing if you feel your child is not interested he is not wanting to study he is spending too much time outside you have to address it that time when you see your first term exams going very bad you see the second term exams going bad deal with it then deal with it when it is small 
don't deal with it when it becomes so overwhelming and big and you are looking for these quick answers you say nah he's a psychologist so everything is just going to be perfect and tomorrow he's going to be facing exams confidently we are humans we don't have the magic wand to run and say everything will set into place so don't push it till the end we are you know we are normal human beings we don't have horns on our head bring your child to a psychologist your child is not crazy but they all need to talk we all need to understand that as working parents we are not able to give them that kind of time we are not able to focus on their needs and their emotional requirements so if somebody else can then why not so it's very important to normalize the conversation and also accept that these things happen for a variety of reasons seek professional help by seeing how your child is doing during the entire year not just during exams so you should at least but i have to move to solutioning now i mean exams are going to be there uh, you know they probably would increase for a few people especially who are getting into the competitive uh, examination schedule now um, so first for students um, let's talk about high school students how should they cope with this natural stress that is coming there okay so like i said before also step 1 is to embrace a positive attitude you know we first need to probably step spend some time with ourselves that doesn't mean your time is being wasted right because not that you're going to be studying 24 by 7 so just spend 15 20 minutes half an hour by yourself take a few deep breaths and tell yourself this is something which i cannot avoid you know i can do it i have the capacity to do it i will do it so that's the first second is plan pick up all your subjects have a strategy right so i always tell all my students you do not need to do your 100% if you are really short of time and you know you cannot cover everything the cbse icse every syllabus gives you weightage to your topics see what weightage is then spend good half an hour one hour strategizing planning on how much you know how much is left what is it that you can do to make it better step 3 is to first start with to get yourself motivated you just to start with things which are easier you know because if you start with something which is tougher we will again get caught into the spiral of i can't do it and a sense of failure so you then we start with things which are easier which can give you motivation to be able to face things which are more difficult step 4 is to take help if you don't understand anything don't spend 2 hours trying to solve that one maths problem you rather just take help and today google will really help you with solutions to anything that you want or probably a teacher or probably a friend so look for help take solutions organize have a positive attitude coming down to the typical gyan that everybody listens to the 8 hours sleep which is very essential at this point in time eating regularly is very essential at this point in time because generally people tend to eat a lot of sugar which gives them into a sugar rush and a high sugar actually makes you more sluggish rather than the sugar rush which people think you're going to be very active and energetic beyond in time it again slides down and makes you very sluggish why the sleep is important and why people keep telling you about sleep is because when you sleep is the time when your brain actually organizes whatever you have learned and it puts it into a place where you can retrieve it tomorrow when you need it but if we don't sleep the brain does not get the time to actually put it into organized parts where it can be achieved better so that is the reason children who study the whole night before the exams and do not revise are people who actually do worse 
so getting 8 hours of sleep is very essential for it for the brain to organize things one more important tip that i would like to give everybody is that revision is more important than study so after a point in time when you organize yourself even if you've done 80% focus on revising it rather than trying to complete the 100% that is there because it is only with revision that the, the all that you have learned will shift to a long term memory otherwise everything gets stored in the short term memory of the brain and the short term memory is limited capacity and when it is limited capacity it will go out so if you do rather instead of focusing on doing 100% do 80 and revise it so that it gets stored in your long term capacity and in the long term memory it is easier for you to retrieve it it is a permanent storage right mm-hmm. do take your breaks do watch your favorite tv shows go for a walk don't keep talking about exams all the time kal bode kal bode just take it easy it is just one exam you've done exams for whole of your life it is no different so you actually have to tell your that you are champion at it Right. So take it easy. It's just an exam. It's nothing more than numbers. Right. So you you spoke about uh, very useful advice and how to decompress, you know, with walks, balanced diet, and sleep. I'd like to bring in um, technology. And increasingly, children are studying using technology, whether it is through screens uh, or uh, gaining information through things like Google or YouTube, you know, other places. Now, uh, is technology important for de-stressing also? or would you you know i know a lot of parents who are actually moving all the electronic gadgets out uh, during exam times because they consider it as a distraction but what is your advice for the middle part i think you know this is the huge thing well while we were in covid and all the children were doing online you know the parents said oh this is too much of screen time but the moment i said i want to play a game they said no screen and when it was online online you said okay 10 hours here's the iphone do it so but i guess moderation of everything is what is needed right now we cannot tell we cannot start monitoring the child on screen you know because they have other things to deal with technology is definitely useful google has a lot of answers youtube has a lot of answers but i think it's very unfair for you to tell the child use technology for study don't use technology for entertainment you know that's not being very fair but if you give your child half an hour 40 minutes of use watching their favorite show or playing their favorite game or doing something using the screen i don't think it's going to kill them but i think it's more when you say don't do it is is this thing when you will straight away hear an answer to say when i have to study you are very happy to give it to me when i want to watch that show you don't want to give it to me so let's not put ourselves into that spot and let's allow them controlled monitored screen time for their fun and for their benefit Right. Let's, let's, let's so we we really cannot tell them to use things when it benefits us, and we can't tell them to stop when it is for them. So let's be generous. Right. Let's move to parents and parenting. Um, now, if you have a child who's going to be taking exams, uh, what is your advice to parents? How should they approach? time that you know they are facing a big exam for their children along with them so what is your advice to parents i think what most parents needs to understand is that mental health is most important you know your child i have so many dropouts from iit 
who I see all the time. I have so many people who dream was I yet couldn't do it and are depressed who are on treatment. You have to understand if your child is mentally healthy and happy, he will succeed in whatever he picks up. It does not really have to be a socially acceptable, influential IAS, IFS field. And in today's time and world, the stressors are ever so much. We already have so much going on. Let your child choose what they love to do. If if you if they pick up a field which they really love to do, right, and then they follow it, they will definitely be on top of it, right. So you know we don't have to put all our worries and anxieties on the child. Do this, do this, because this is our, this is us. This is not them. It is our need that they should study well and get the ninety percent. Right. Sometimes, if they have a ninety percent and they're sitting in front of a psychiatrist popping an antidepressant pills, I don't know how useful is that ninety percent. So, I think you, as parents, you need to understand that don't try to fulfill your own needs and dreams from your child's eyes. Let them live their life. Let them choose what they want to choose. Nothing is a number game today. There are people who have hardly studied and are CEOs of companies. And there are people who have studied so much and yet are sitting in front of a psychiatrist or a psychologist popping a pill, right? So it's your choice. I really think we need to provide a supportive, positive environment to the child. Be their support to say, "You do your best. Let's be here. If you don't get good marks, we'll pick up something else." Nothing in this world is end of the world. Nothing. No marks can limit you from success. Success is not about the crores you earn. Success is about how happy you are, how relaxed you are, what is your quality of life, what are you doing, and that is what is more important. So we need to shift focus, you know, from churning out the IAS and the IFS and the engineers and the doctors. Mm-hmm. We need to focus on churning out happy individuals. Today, this year, I'm sure Karan would also uh, agree to it. The WHO, this this year was the mental health. Yes, because now the WHO rating says one in every four is going to have not diabetes, not sugar, but depression, which is very alarming and very, very, very scary. And we are now, with time, seeing children as small as five years who are suffering from clinical depression, which I think is very sad. So, as parents, we need to take a pledge to say that I am going to raise happy, satisfied individuals who love to do things and enjoy life. And whatever field they pick up, they will make their money to enough, you know, that they eat well, sleep well, and do things well, rather than making money and giving it to a psychiatrist. Yeah. Well, such a wonderful message there about acceptance and about looking at options, opportunities, and becoming happy in the process and not uh, chasing things which uh, which are somebody else's dream. So that's very important. Um, we are drawing uh, this conversation to a close, but before we do that, I know you work with a lot of schools also. Uh, I, I, what would your advice be to school administrators uh, and teachers about how they should sort of normalize exams and help in reducing exam stress? I think teachers play probably equally important role as parents. You know, like I said, I have these twin girls who join school, and I recognize that how much important is the teacher's word to a child, right? Um, you know, you they ridicule a child, the child comes back home crying. Right. So, as teachers, you know, you might have a school impression. You know, you might have a school grading to say, oh, so many of the children are now tenth grade score ninety five percent, 
and you might have so called targets maybe to have achievers this this many achievers this many iit and this many this but you know life has to go beyond it i think teachers need to i understand you need to discipline and i need and i understand that you really need to tell your child to study yet at the same time don't make it into a situation where you use very harsh words with the children to say that oh if you don't get marks you're good for nothing and you'll do nothing in life and this and that and the other so teachers need to be very careful about the kind of vocabulary they use for their child children you need to encourage not all five fingers are same some child might not be oriented in maths they might be very good at all audition they might be very good at dancing music you need to recognize the strengths and weaknesses in the child and encourage them to focus on those strengths right rather than focusing on the weakness which becomes the normal protocol to say maths ki tuition laga lo hindi ki tuition laga lo usme aap kharab ho usme aap ye ho so the attitude generally is to sharpen your weaknesses whereas if we focus on the fact that you know let's let's strengthen our strengths right like rather overcoming your weaknesses Right. So we let's not do that. Let's let's look at the child in totality. Everybody is not born to be academician. You know, you can just be doing other things and yet being doing well. So teachers, schools, administrations, instead of focusing on your school's image, instead of saying ninety percent of the children of us grade ten and twelve are above ninety percent, let's not focus there. Let's not commercialize things. Let's try to be human. You know, let's try and say that okay, let's generate happy people. That's happy children because you have a huge role to play, a huge role. School has a huge role to play. So I guess right. they need to recognize that. Right. No, I think that's very important. Uh, so we just drawing this conversation to a close. Um, what is your parting advice to anybody who's got an exam either tomorrow or in the coming weeks? Uh, what is your parting advice? Uh, to all the young students who are out there listening in, uh, or maybe interested in getting some advice on how to handle exam stress. Okay, don't stress about examination stress. Take it easy. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a chill pill. You've done it in the past. You will do it again. We've all done it. We've all studied last minute. We've all unplanned. We've all partied, and then suddenly recognize we have had exams. We are all human beings. The only advice is make the best of the time you have. Don't waste time fretting over what you could have done and how you could have done things differently. Plan. Be a smart planner. See how you can get the maximum from what you have. And just remember, we've all been those last-minute studying. You know, those three days in between the next exam and the most crucial ones. It's because one day we will still waste, and the rest two days we will study. Is all a very normal protocol? So, like I said, don't stress about examination stress. Don't stress about tens. Don't stress about tens. Give a pat on your back to say we've done it for nine years, ten years, twelve years. We'll do it again. So just right. take it easy, right. and all the best. It's just the tens and just the twelve and just the college exam. Life doesn't end. Numbers are not important. Being happy, positive is much more important. So I would like to say, just enjoy chill pill. This too shall pass. Right, Dr. Ekta, it was a pleasure to have this conversation. Time always flies, and I have gone back even uh, calmer uh, and de-stressed listening to all the wonderful advice that you had to share with us. Thank you so much, Karan, for inviting me here. It was a pleasure to be a part of this.
that was Dr. Ekta Puri, the Chief Clinical Psychologist at Indraprastha Apollo Hospitals, giving her advice on exam stress. And uh, for all of those who are going to be taking exams or have their exams started, we wish you all the very best. Remember, uh, it's important to come out happy uh, and also pat yourself uh, on the back for the effort that you've put in. Um, and for parents, uh, as, as uh, Dr. Ekta said, if there is an issue that you think uh, should be seen by a specialist, please do reach out to us. Uh, you can reach out to us uh, through direct messages on our social media platforms or call our board numbers. We'd be happy to fix an appointment uh, with Dr. Ekta and make sure uh, that we unleash the potential uh, of your child uh, to do well in life and as she said, to stay happy. So till the next episode, uh, keep studying hard, but don't take that stress and stay happy.